Welcome back to A Different Me. Today we are joined by Kevin Kelly. Kevin is the head of policy advocacy and campaigns with the NCBI. Kevin lost his sight in one eye at the very early age of 12 and only 18 months later he lost the sight in his second eye leaving him completely blind. Today Kevin tells his story of how he had to change and adapt to his new disability in his teenage years. The NCBI helped him with training and confidence and having completed all his high school exams, Kevin went on to study journalism and later public affairs before working for the NCBI himself. Kevin is a great example of how you can overcome adversary and excel and we really hope you enjoy his story. My name is Kevin Kelly. I'm the Head of Policy Advocacy and Campaigns uh, with the NCBI, the National Council for the Blind of Ireland. We are the National Sight Loss Agency. Uh, We provide rehabilitative uh, services to 8,000 people per year. 5% of the people we see are totally blind. The other 95% of our service users are people who have a degree of uh, partial eyesight. So we empower them and enable them to use that residual uh, eyesight to uh, the utmost to allow them to live a full uh, life. I lost my own sight in September 2001. I had a retinal uh, detachment in April 2000 and I suppose being only 12 at that stage I fully didn't uh, appreciate the magnitude of what had happened and life relatively uh, returned to normal quite quickly. Um, I went back to uh, my regular secondary school and there was no issues or challenges and life continued on for 18 months I suppose. The only change for me being someone who really loved sport and playing sport I had to knock that on the head as literally I didn't want to get any more knocks on the head in case that would damage the other retina but when I woke up in September 2001 on the 18th of September I knew straight away that the retina in my good eye was detaching to describe that to someone listening to this podcast it was as if the the color in an old tv was beginning to uh, fade the colors were all running into each other and having gone through it 18 months previous and I was like oh I don't really want to face up to this so I decided to get up got ready for school had breakfast uh, with my family walked to school and said nothing to no one and got on the bus and uh, as I travelled to uh, school I could see the uh, fields in the countryside all very blurry and I decided no I was going to continue and ignore this and uh, got to school and went through three or four classes and it was when I was in the geography class I suddenly realised that I had to say something to someone because we were doing OS maps and as you can imagine OS maps and contour lines are quite difficult at the best of times but if you don't uh, have sight in one eye and the other eye is all blurry uh, it really was impossible so from there I went to the sick bay and to the local GP and then to the eye and ear and it was as if my life was repeating uh, what had happened in April 2000 I had a few um, operations and that alas did not work and it was quite a difficult uh, thing for me to cop- comprehend I didn't know what life was going to uh, hold for me After the initial uh, shock of uh, losing my sight began to lessen, uh, the eye consultant uh, who'd seen me in the Ionier Hospital uh, had referred me to the National Council for the Blind and a community resource worker came out to my home to do an assessment and that was, I suppose, a a very important day for me because it was the beginning of my new life, uh, the journey that I was going to have to take uh, in order to 
get back my life and my independence and I would describe it to people as kind of like being a toddler again because I had to learn how to do everything again Yes, my body knew um, how to walk and get around, but I needed to use a white cane. I needed to become more aware of my uh, surroundings. Things like doing simple tasks, like making a cup of tea for myself or a sandwich. I had to learn to do all of that again. So it was through the National Council for the Blinds, initially the resource worker, as I said, and the uh, mobility officer they began to teach me the long uh, cane and it began to build up uh, my confidence in getting around as part of that obviously um, they were teaching me how to use a computer again and again using a, a, a computer uh, it's something that I was familiar with growing up but you have to learn how to use the computer totally differently so using the mouse and clicking on things is something that is no longer a possibility what instead uh, happens is that you have to operate the uh, computer using keystrokes instead of the mouse so I had to learn all of those keystrokes and learn how to use the screen reading software called JAWS so I had probably five to six months of time where I learned uh, orientation and mobility, the computer skills and some independent living skills before I was able to uh, return to um, my secondary um, school. And once I did return, I was quite fortunate to have a lot of uh, resources in place to support me because Back at that time, Ireland was at the height of the Celtic Tiger and when there was a problem or something unusual, money was thrown at the problem. So I really benefited from the resources that uh, were made available and quickly begun to do quite well again um, at school and stayed there for the following four years, completed my junior cert and leaving cert all through typing uh, my homework and my exam on the computer and I would have used Braille for leaving cert uh, maths and some French and the decision to study journalism in DCU came from having undertaken a work placement as part of TY in a local community radio station I suppose when I'd lost my sight I became very attached to listening to the radio and, uh, and music and audio became very important to me so I became a very big fan of the radio and when I went to the station uh, in fairness they gave me every opportunity to record various bits and pieces and I really really fell in love with it and returned there during the uh, summer to record a music show and some interviews I continued that right through uh, my time in DCU when I was uh, studying uh, journalism and that was really really important to have that experience and being able to it made the assignments easier because uh, I had an understanding of how the media worked not only what I was learning in textbooks following that I suppose I took a uh, slight change but stayed within the communications uh, discipline and studied public affairs and political communications in DIT and part of that program and one of the reasons why I selected it was there was a two-day placement in Leinster House and that really attracted me because I'm a great believer in if you have a disability gaining as much work experience as possible will really stand to you when you're finished studying because I think
think it gives you increased confidence, but it also gives employers a, a degree of comfort because they you know that you have worked somewhere else, that you provided a role that you were able to fit in and it wasn't a challenge. Because I think for some employers and hiring managers and whether they would overtly um, admit this or not, that when they are faced with a disabled candidate, unless they have previously hired somebody with a disability, they are very unsure of what they are getting themselves into and sometimes I think if in doubt they choose to take the easier choice and maybe not hire somebody with a disability so I think it's really important for people to have as much uh, work experience uh, as possible even ultimately if it's not relevant to the particular career that you want to study after uh, college or university it's in a workplace it's in a work setting the work setting uh, and environment is quite different to anything that you would experience um, at primary or secondary school uh, and other settings so it's really invaluable to have that uh, and it makes you more confident when you enter the world of uh, work so again for me choosing courses where there's a large degree of practical uh, elements and courses that have inbuilt placements are really really uh, important because I think they've really stood to me uh, in my uh, career to date. NCBI provides a wide number of services and support uh, for people who are blind and vision impaired. Relating to the world of uh, work, uh, we would provide services for people who experience uh, sudden uh, sight loss who want to retain their jobs, but we also would provide uh, services for people uh, who were born with uh, eye conditions that has resulted in them having reduced uh, vision. Some of those services include our pre-employment course or our workplace partners program as well as one-to-one coaching through our employment service. Speaking about our pre-employment course it's a six-week course which can be delivered in a classroom setting or online where we are empowering and equipping students with the skills that they require to succeed in the world of uh, work. Some of the areas that we would cover would be CV building, interview coaching, how to conduct yourself in the workplace, how to set goals uh, for yourself so that those goals are realistic and you're not setting a bar that's too high for you around career development, how to grasp opportunities. We cover all of that. And as well as that, very importantly, we would give people the confidence to be able to talk to their employer around their needs, what they want and require and what they're entitled to. Because I think for some people, they find it quite difficult to ask and they don't want to come across perhaps as needy. Um, But we make people feel confident to ask and we will give them a degree of comfort and knowledge around what they are entitled to uh, around the Disability Act and what a reasonable accommodation might look like. As part of that course then we build in a work placement for students with our partners and we identify partners who have come on board who support this, who see the value in hiring people who are blind and vision impaired as part of a a modern diverse uh, workforce and we would run a recruitment recruitment process so uh, for those roles so students would actively compete for those roles so they'll write their cover letter their cv that they'll apply they'll be interviewed by the 
company, they'll go in and do the six to eight week placement, which is really, really important. And that's uh, a, a development uh, for the NCBI that we developed that in the last two years and it's proven really popular. And a number of our students have gone on to hold down full time jobs in some of the most successful uh, large and multinational uh, companies or public service bodies. If there's anyone out there who is experiencing a sight loss or has any concerns about their eyesight, I would, of course, encourage them to speak to a medical profession and you know, get their eyes checked regularly and uh, get in contact with ourselves if you have uh, an eye condition. And there's a whole array of aids and adaptations that we can provide and skills that we can teach you that will make your life easier because we really want to empower people to live life to the full and we don't want there to be obstacles and barriers in place.